Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jordan. I am the Game Master. And to my right, I have... Johnny, who normally plays Chine North. I'm Jeff. I normally play Jerry Lang. And this is Jeremy, normally playing Julian Ilks. This is Aaron, usually playing Sam Faluge. This is Ellie, usually playing Archie slash Choler, question mark? <laughs> well, the elemental that was bonded with Choler. The elemental formerly known as Choler? Yes, okay. Which I think we came up with the name of Nidog last time. I think so. Yeah. So, guys and gals, did you have fun? Yes. yes. And guys playing gals and guys gal- playing gals and gals, gals playing, playing guys. guys. Which everyone's getting confused nonstop. Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> We're all confused. So, anyway, let's focus on what we have in front of us. And we have a lot in front of us. A lot um, of oh my gosh. We have so much. I don't know what you're talking about. We only travel you know, two thirds of the way there. <laughs> but so much. So much. We've seen the center of the city. Yes. The center, the center of Consiglio, which was all brand new. Yes. We learned about the uh, kaiju. Mm-hmm. And other various wildlife creatures. Mm-hmm. And how to hunt them and how to not be hunted by them. We learned about how the androids, the elementals controlling the androids view the, the world. Yes. We met pirates. Gosh, this was really packed. We met pirates. Yeah, Special. I mean, there was... <laughs> You met the... And we learned some things, more things about innate powers and elemental powers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the biggest revelation for you all today? <laughs> I'm going to cheat by looking Little at Little brother. Well, <laughs> that's a, that was a great cliffhanger ending. That's a good question. Would Chime automatically pick, pick up on I don't know if you Yeah, did. I don't know. Or have they already picked up on it? Yeah. Aaron is vehemently shaking his finger. Yeah. So there were two things that I felt were largely revelatory, and it has to do with one of the other players and characters. Julian telling Chime that a time is coming when the innates are going to have to protect the rest of humanity against yes. the elementals was kind of the impression that I got. Yes. Like, yeah. Julian sees this war coming and is starting to raise an army. Well, <laughs> sort of. If you've picked up on what he, Julian said to uh, Sarani, mm-hmm. yeah. Julian was pretty much, look, get your people in check before we have to. Yes. (laughs) And then also Julian's theory of where his innate ability comes from. I had never... That was interesting. That was a neat idea. Yeah, that was... was About his mom being pregnant and bonding. Well, that that was the intention from the start for for Julian. Yeah. That's why... I, I know you mentioned that before once, but... That's why he has that specific power. Is okay. because his his mother bonded when she was pregnant, so he has that connection with elementals, which is why it's easier for him to connect to fire elementals than any, every other. Almost elemental. like each innate is built, is born with the ability or created with the ability to become an innate 
but there is something that triggers their innateness mm-hmm. and their Gives innateness that specific is power. specific to that so like, like chimes ability which is basically placating other people is completely hinged off of his ability his his relationship with his father yeah yeah and it's sort of ironic for julian that his power comes from something that he views as that's the problem in this world mm-hmm. so one thing jordan had us do is and he does this for every season that we have go back through our three by three and do it sort of a, a overhaul of our three by three so we did that again for season three and one thing i put in there which didn't really come into play the first part of it didn't really come into play because julian's gonna his new mission one part of his new mission is going to be to make sure Katari is healed, saved, whatever. Because he's starting to get the sense that fate or his role in the universe is just to bring about destruction in the sense that is going to actually right some things. Yeah. So he's thinking he wants to actually do something that is actually good for somebody else right then and there in the moment rather than everything that he is doing like he's built like he has his this power just to combat the evil that gave him his power yeah, yeah. so he wants to be more than that he the struggle to, that he's going through right he, now he wants to grow beyond what he sees himself right because <laughs> um, if you if you notice and this is one thing we touched on at season one with some of the rumors and then season two anybody that has been close to Julian gone mm-hmm. dead like unnaturally dead yeah so he wants to break that cycle that's sort of where that is coming from as far as uh, there's a war coming let's keep moving let's keep moving and also i mean he's got the sense now that innate powers just like any other abilities or strengths or muscles can be grown mm-hmm. they don't they're not oh this is what you do and that's all that you can do for all of time two years from now you're gonna be able to do more than you were today Right. So, I always enjoy playing with the format of role playing games. Yeah. Like, the form of the role playing game is typically very linear. Like mm-hmm. this is how you like you go from point A to point B. You do a couple side quests. You defeat some monsters and everything like that. But we play with chronology. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and I, I think I, that it's turned into a really great. Well, and that's part I, of why I wanted to start mine well with a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. I love that about this time because. What we ended up doing is telling parts of a story and then leaving it to the next person to fill in more blanks in that story. Yeah. And then the next person fills in more blanks in that story. So you and leaves get this leaves whole new ones. You uh-huh. get this one thing, like at the end of, I think it was at the end of Jairs or something when we were talking about, and we actually ended up right outside of Cholar City. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Chime and Julian are just arguing. No, that was the end of, end of Chimes. It was it was something. Yeah, yeah it's like, and Julian are like, like butting heads. Who yeah. makes butting heads so much? Yeah, where, where did this come? Where from? did this come from? And and you and you kind of went at it with a little a little bit of edge to your voice at when it happened. Yeah, and Johnny just rolled with it. Yeah, and yeah, it was nice. It was good. Yeah. And it backed up the next scene we had. We, we sort of built on. Okay, here's why that happened. Yeah, and then we got there towards the end. And then all of a sudden, they're now working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're more, much more cooperative than, yeah, than mm-hmm. they had been previously. But it's very similar to how uh, Lost did each of their flashback episodes. Like, I felt like in the, the show Lost, each character had only a portion of the story. And then as you flash back to all the characters, they all repeatedly, had, like, you, you start sense. realizing their interaction and yeah. how, 
how tight in everything was. It was it was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that with this. Yeah, there was an episode of, and I always go back to this because this is one of my favorite franchises, uh, TV shows, Stargate Atlantis. Mm-hmm. There was one episode, and the episode was broken up into I think <coughs> ten minute segments. Yeah, and ten minutes you followed this character, and you saw the day's events from that person's perspective. Yeah. And then the next 10 minutes was another character, the next 10 minutes, and you didn't Was that really... the one where the doctor died? Where Beckett died. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a great episode. That was fantastic, because you didn't know what happened mm-hmm. until there at the very end. Yeah, that was one of the best episodes of that show. Oh yeah, that, that was amazing. And I kind of got that feeling with that now, which was like, um, and it was itching us. I was like, hopefully we get to Sam's. Yes. For, because that whole mountain scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, what was Julian shooting at? What was Julian shooting at? Why was Julian shooting? Was it Julian? Was it Julian? Yeah. yeah. Or was Julian being shot at? Yeah. And who? We are brought up all these questions. Who is the they that Julian was talking about? Yeah. See, in my mind, the the they is the pirates. Probably. I in mean, my that's mind. the easy out. But it could also be like it could be council members that have tracked them down. I mean, council members could have been more wildlife. Could have been soldiers. Could have been another kaiju. Mm-hmm. Could have been a lot of things, and a lot yes. of things that were introduced in this specific. Yes. Yeah. Could it be everything? Oh God! What if the, the council is controlling the kaiju? Hmm. I really <laughs> enjoyed the kaiju. That was a lot of fun. Like, that, yeah, that was really unexpected. Yeah. Actually, I thought it was going to be this huge, like, monster, actual monster. Yeah. I was toying with the idea. I was thinking of back to. Terra Proximus in the bee-covered Tyrannosaurus uh, Rex. When, as soon as you said, boom, and the ground is shaking, I was like, well, flashbacks, that's, flashbacks, yeah. don't go there. Well, don't that's go there. I, made, no, no, no. I made the joke about Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a really cool idea, because I've always been, I've been thinking about, in the back of my head, what does the world look like outside of Consiglio? Mm-hmm. And one of the ideas that I had is that there might be some elementals that are just doing their own thing, you know, just... Yeah, that was cool. Like, we could just see... Element, natural elementals doing their own thing. Yeah. Well, you saw the results of it. Yeah. 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 You did actually see the elementals. No. Which, I, there's another thing I liked. Uh, I always wanted to start off season three with Julian revealing to Sam that Do Sam's ability altered. It was discussed briefly between Jer and Julian. Yeah. Okay. So, but not so be- initially, it was brought up as... It, was, it wasn't about seeing elementals. It was just about... Not being able to see in the dark. Yeah, I think it was seeing in the dark. And that's where it came first the first time. See! Yeah, it didn't failed. work. What do you see? <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. see anything. <laughs> that was awesome. You tried it three times, then it didn't it work on anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it was next time, everyone's like, oh yeah, okay, here we go again. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it actually works. Oh, he wasn't just pulling our leg. And then Archie, uh, being Archie. Or not being Archie. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's like Archie's um, dual nature really didn't come out until late in the... Until the mountain scene. Yeah. Yeah. When Julian was like, Archie, are you Archie now? Yeah. Now you're Archie? Yeah, my other personality was irritated by that and said, you called? Yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to use that double or split personality today, but... Sorry. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but Julian pushed it. Because uh, Julian's a very pushy guy. I will uh-huh. say that. Yes, he's yes, very, he is. very irritating and pushy. Yes, he is. Well, because look what's happened to Julian. <laughs> he's been through a lot. 
would you not be? So it's also Ellie's first time playing uh, Shade. That uh-huh. was, so I get very nervous. I, it took me to like a flashback of when I first joined you guys. I was just, I was constantly saying, was that good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I don't find comfort in new things. I'm, I'm very like, oh, I, I know what I know. I'll stick with that. And uh, I was like brainstorming for my scenes, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Oh, you're shade now." I was like, "Oh, oh, here you go. You, and you have thirty seconds. Go." And I was just like, "I don't even like. I wasn't here for the first season. Like, I, I haven't seen a Played lot of perfect. scenes." That was, yeah. That was perfect. yeah. The idea of shade is so that anybody can pick it up. Yeah. And, yeah. and do it, and, 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 and it doesn't have to fit into this structured yeah, mold. We all yeah. have our shade own personality is, for it. Shade is air. Yeah, it's gonna I, fit the mold of whatever. I just whatever remember that awesome scene you did with the bodies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily I like wanted to top it, but I was just like, how do I play that character when I just I've never no, see, embodied that. That character. was the only time we've seen Shade be that, that character, way. right? Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I just haven't had different. a yeah. lot of interaction with. I mean, we've seen large Shade shapes. be evil, playful, mm-hmm. and then friendly, playful. Mm-hmm. And then downright evil, like not yes, even just play, right. plain evil. And I, I just know, I just know because of Julian's irritating yeah. nature. I was just like, I'm not going to even bother with this guy. <laughs> which, which, kind of shows a little bit how tossed in by the wind Shade is, mm-hmm. because the last time we saw Julian and Shade interact, they were like, boom. Yeah. They had an agreement, and they, they were, were they were Julian and Shade were boom. This is yeah okay. We got this mutual respect for each other. We're moving forward, and now it was hey Julian Shade again, and Shade's like huh? <laughs> <laughs> what what what? Who are you? <laughs> why are you why do you think you know me? Yeah yeah. And I thought you, it was interesting. You were playing with the idea that. I, I was the subjugator versus... Well, that was that was my goal. That When I wanted to do that scene with Sam, that was my goal, was always to confront Shade mm-hmm. about coexisting mm-hmm. or subjugating. I mean, and by definition, Shade is a subjugator. Yes, by de- which is what he said. And, but if you, if you didn't notice, and we probably should have made a role for this, is the choice of words Julian was using was mm-hmm. try more persuading Shade to consider an, the other option. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, so then Shade made the comment about, you know, killing Julian. And then I, I know... That. I missed it too. Was that based off of my line, Curiosity killed the cat? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't take that as a... Threat? Direct, well, direct threat. threat. Yeah. So, yeah, but that, that mountain scene... Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. And that was just. You are on a cliff, right? So I pictured more like a almost like a ski slope, where you know not not like straight ski well, slope. I was picturing more like the uh, the path that they were walking up in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I was thinking of yeah. the, uh, like, and you were going down the path on this. Yeah. And that was the reason why I made the joke about the the abominable snowman. Was yeah. Because that old PC game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you kept that, on going. Yes. Yeah, downhill skier. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great game. It was a lot of fun. I played that for hours when I was a kid. Uh huh. But there's there's some like we were passing notes around yeah, on yeah. index cards like crazy for this one because there's some Ski theories free. that uh, we have and one that I like 
uh-huh. and I, I, about that last scene, and I, I don't know if it's something that Jordan will run with, because he kind of had that look on your face like, eh, I don't know about that, was everybody was at the bottom, and you said Katari looks up at Jer, but it's not like looking at Jer, and then speaks, the clouds. They're dancing, They're dancing on, on the clouds. clouds. Yeah. And, and then I got this crazy idea at the time. It's like, oh, and I frantically wrote this thing on the, on the card down. At that moment, Julian actually re- was reaching out and connecting with Katari's elemental. So the crossover in the conversation, maybe that the clouds dancing on the clouds actually makes sense to whatever's happening on the top of the mountain. It might. It might. <laughs> and which makes absolutely no sense to you guys at the bottom. Oh, but God. Katari and the Elemental are not with it enough to make that distinction. So Katari was speaking, but Katari actually wasn't hmm. physically conscious and aware. So sort of like dream speaking. Like she said she was dreaming. Fireflies, yeah. So I got the impression when you say when Katari is dreaming, it's like, she's not dreaming. She's actually having conversations with the Elemental. Hmm. Yes, in a certain regard. She might also be seeing things that are happening elsewhere on the planet. Yes, I saw. I thought um, that too. Yep. So anyway, there you go. So there's yeah, there's that that theory. And the thing is, you tie, you throw off uh, enough loose threads. Some of them stick, and some of them, some of them yeah. just. <laughs> and I'm making a knot over here. I'm okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Half of me is glad that we we cut it short because halfway through this session, I'm thinking. Oh no, the session is going to end with Sam there at the end. And usually when sessions end with Sam at the end, there's this just needless just, killing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like violence. It's like, there, there's no reason for this. Why? Your, mo- your mother died, but here's the kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> so now we'll be starting off with census killing. And I, so I, yeah, I hate to say, you guys have given me all the needless violence that I need to start with. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about points. Yes. So everybody gets 10 character points Yay! to start off with. Ellie, you get 11 character points because tomorrow is your birthday. Monday. 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 My birthday is this coming week, too. Then, uh, Jeff, then you get an extra character point as well. Sweet. Birthday, Let's talk about this. So I think the only person that spent fate points today was Ellie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that never happens. Well, there wasn't a whole lot. There was pretty much no combat rolling. Well, yeah, the combat that we had was sort of more eluded combat yeah. than yeah. But actual. Then, but also, you guys did a lot of avoidance. Like, you avoided Actually, the kaiju. Well, avoidance in the how we chose to tell the story yeah. as well, which I kind of like, is this was more of a journey story rather than a fight story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we kind of alluded to the fights or combat nature that happened and then cut right back to... The well, story. How do they get to the next part? And it? also, like some combat happened when one character was the POV and the other another character was off slightly out of distance, like when the when you, we were hunting. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Julie yeah. went off, and you don't know how he actually yeah killed. But the that was really came cool. back. Yeah, and then again at the end, Julian going up the mountain. Yeah, you know, while they're go- fleeing, and then you're hearing a gunshot. Gun yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. character points. Uh, everybody got ten except Jeremy, Jeff, and and. You, Ellie. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, End of the night. I have a hard time with the name salad. Let's talk about role playing. That's a hard one tonight. My money's on Jeff. On Jeff. Mm. The extra care in I'm a healer now really. Uh, he was very focused on that. Yeah. Yes. 
um, focused on his goal to redeem himself as a healer. Specifically because being privy to some of the chat. So maybe that might yeah. be more character advancement than role playing. I, I think you're right on that. But you did a good job of bringing the your goals of the character advancement to the forefront. Yeah. And yeah. that showed in your role playing. And that, yes. That's a good way to say it. Um, I would say Johnny or Jeff. Jeff. Jeff for role playing? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it were storytelling, mm-hmm. I would have to go with Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in a lot of it. Yeah. Well, he was crucial to a lot of it. Right. Well, that's not a little categories. Storytelling. Yeah. Should it be? <laughs> well, not not typically. Because yeah. this is a different type of. Yeah. This yes. is a different Play. genre yes, of I know. episode. Most of our campaign episodes are not going to be. Well, we could say that we don't leave the storytelling in our. We could say tonight hands. the role playing right. is storytelling. Yeah. So That's in which true. case my vote would definitely go to Jeremy. Yeah. And then it would switch over to Jeremy. Yeah. Are we sticking with that? Are we sticking with storytelling or? It works for me. It's fine with me, if that's what you want to do for tonight. Okay, then Jeremy. Yeah, I mean, it's not the typical thing, but... But this with is... With the format we had tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So, character advancement. You're All going right. to go with Jeff, Aaron? I'm going to go back with Jeff. I'm going to go with Johnny. With yeah. Chime. I would, I would yeah. agree. Johnny. The whole... I'm going to go with Bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you did learn that he's an older man. Well, that... That's, that's interesting. Bear was kind of all over the place, a little and, yeah, and a little bit. Bear ties into that last scene as well, because we saw Bear at, in that scene very different than we've seen Bear mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. It, so what happened to Bear right before then? Uh, yeah. The question is, like, was the breakdown affecting Bear as well? It seemed like there was something going on different with Bear. So that my my interpretation of that was that Bear's elemental recognizes Archie, and was trying to communicate to Archie as best they could, but because they were working against programming of a like a seven year old kid, that's how it was manifesting. Mm. Okay, so I got I kind of picked up on that that Bear is recognizing that Archie's elemental is taking over. The programming mm-hmm. right. of Archie. Okay. I did pick up on that a little bit. Okay. But, so. yeah, I definitely would say Chime, as far as character advancement, there's a lot of introspective um, taking a look at... I love the flashback. The flashback. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Like, yeah, the flashback was huge Tastic. development for oh, Chime. Sure. Fantastic. Because of what you did with it afterwards. Yeah. Uh, in and of itself, it was a cool scene, flashback yeah. scene. But to see what you did... With it afterwards, and by just by the nature of the interaction of what was going to go, be going on in the, in the journey, yeah. I think Chime is m- a much different character from the start to where we left off. Sure, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Definitely Not only that. is now Julian more cooperative, with cooperative. if you notice, Jair left the care of somebody. Yeah. Medically, that's true. in Chime's hands. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a big, that's, that's a, a huge, big that's a good point. All right, go ahead and take an extra point, sir. Sweet. Snap. Snap. The hard one. Oh, oh my gosh. I'll take it. Well, that's presumptive, <laughs> sir. 
I don't so, think Takis are going to win today. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we had Takis, which have, so really good. have come from behind to win before. <laughs> yes. But I don't think yes. this is the case this it's time. Not tonight. Not today. We had Takis, which... Are, it, it just wouldn't be fair good. if they won anyways. <laughs> I think <laughs> we on. were all very excited to, to meet up because it's oh, yeah. been a it's few been months a... since we've been able to physically meet up and, and have a yeah. gaming session. Yeah. And I'll have to be, admit that I talked so much trash about my snack game leading up to this. And then it tasted fine. It tasted actually tasted really good. I really However, liked it. it wasn't the presentation wasn't what I wanted it to be. What do you say? Function over form? If it does what does the job. Well yes. Yeah. What it looks but, like but really if it, when I do when the I, actual desired I, attack, it when would I, be so much better. Yeah. When I saw this thing that I made was say, I'm gonna make this. As soon as I heard the description, I was like, this is an automatic winner. It was baked in macaroni and cheese, chicken and waffles. Mm. So you had macaroni and cheese that is baked into a waffle. But I guess the recipe that I pulled, they didn't get the proportions right. And I think there was too much cheese and not enough waffle batter. Mm. So it never actually held together as a waffle. So... It tasted really good though. I just, it did. I just, really I just put all the mixture in a pan and baked it, and it ended up being like this cakey type mm -hmm. thing. But it was really good. And I had different sauces to put on it. There was barbecue sauce. There was regular maple syrup. It was buffalo blue cheese and spicy ranch. The spicy ranch was good. Spicy huh? ranch and the barbecue and hot yeah. sauce. Because oh chicken and waffles is it syrup really, and hot sauce. Really good. And then Johnny, I made a uh, cinnamon roll with bacon in the middle. Topped with a production, <laughs> with a maple whiskey cream cheese frosting. <laughs> I think we know which one. <laughs> Next time, you gotta make it with the peanut butter whiskey. Oh yeah, you're not taking my peanut butter whiskey. No. <laughs> peanut butter whiskey in that cream cheese. Oh this, man, this, this was just simple cheap Jack Daniels. Mm. But yeah, and then Aaron made peanut butter bars. Mm. With graham cracker chocolate. Confession, they're vegan. They were very good. It just means there's no butter. Yeah, no butter and not honey graham crackers. Yeah. Did and you no use the, uh, like some kind of avocado spread or anything in there? or What kind of fat did you use? Yes. Yeah. It's plant butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. AKA margarine. Only only named more. And it actually doesn't because margarine still has some dairy in it. So. Yeah. You brought cookies. Yeah, I brought little cookie things. Those are good cookies. They were very good. I had Especially with the frosting on top of it. <laughs> There's cookies with the maple whiskey cream cheese frosting like on it. I like those ones better too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also as this as an additional non-entry treat. Oh, yeah. yeah. The non-entry treat. Jordan posted in our group chat that he was at some function and they had store... Store, like, like Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy with Sour Patch Kids. Mm -hmm. And... and I was like, why would you mix the Chips Ahoy with the Sour Patch? Yeah. So I was like, I bet you those would be good with sugar cookies. Yeah. They were very good. So that's what I made. I made sugar cookies with it, Sour Patch. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was, it was good. good. But that's not my submission. Yeah. yeah. And Jordan made some ribs. I made some ribs. That were very tasty. And mm. some spicy meatballs. The, Jackie made the spicy meatballs, but yes, they, they were they were really good. Actually, they were a Hello Fresh recipe that we got from my mother in law. Mm. So, nice. Yeah. So, so that's that. Yeah, that's a lot of food, and we haven't even talked about whatever it is. Which one, right? Which yeah, one made you like the best? She kicked around for the cinnamon rolls. 
baby like cinnamon rolls. So, okay. And I'm a vote and a half, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only accept that as far as food is concerned. <laughs> but man, those peanut butter bars were close. Those were pretty. I, I loved the graham cracker and the chocolate. Oh, I was. And it was yeah. only because I had some extra, and I'm like, "What am yeah. I gonna do with leftover graham cracker crumbs?" It was beautiful. So it's just kind of. It, just, go, it added that nice extra crunch to it. My votes for the cinnamon rolls. I'm gonna go with the peanut butter bars. Two cinnamon rolls, one peanut butter bar. Jeff. Mine was a toss up between the uh, the not waffles. <laughs> not waffles. <laughs> I like it. That's a good name. <laughs> and waffles. the peanut butter bars. Probably gonna have to be the peanut butter bars. Sorry, Jeremy. Oh, so there's a tie going up. Two to two. Going forward. So with my last walk around, I have to go with the not waffles. The not waffles. Which means oh. there's a tie, which means Jordan. Wait. Is there a tie? Yeah. I don't know. We have another person so, up there. Hold on. Who voted? Oh, yeah. We can ask Hannah. Special guest. Special guest. Okay. So what's the count for what? Peanut butter bars. Two, bars, two for peanut two butter cinnamon bars. Rolls. Two for cinnamon rolls. Oh, okay. One for not waffles. Not waffles. All right. So we need one more One more vote. We need a special hey, guest. Hey, Hannah. Yeah? Which snack did you like the best? The peanut butter bar. Hannah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, as I walked in, I'm like, why did I even voice. bother? Why did I even the bother bringing this? <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. I liked it. Baby liked I, it. I liked it too, but I liked it. Like I said, I had to do a walk around the table, you know? Well, especially when you heated up the mac and cheese, it really, it really got mm. extra tasty. It, it was. It was good. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, look forward to the next episode because that is going to be Sam's episode where Aaron decides to break everything we just built. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, no. So that's where like everything that you just built will have the finishing touches. The, there will be paint. The icing on the there cake. will be trim. There will be. I mean, it will look. There will be death. There will be mayhem. <laughs> okay. You have to tell us at the beginning. We have to almost start with the commentary section this next time. So you can tell us how it feels from Jordan's perspective to leave Jordan with all these loose ends and give him a month to tie everything together. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Let's go ahead and close this off. Thank you so much for listening and have a great time. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron... Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is Bone Throwers Theater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.